This is the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo, giving you the inside track on all the big talking points from Anfield. One game down, three points on the board with four goals scored. All going to plan on the opening nights for the Reds, or did it? Injury to Allison taking the gloss off the ideal start for Jurgen Klopp's men. Liverpool with too much for newly promoted Norwich City, seeing them off 4-1 at Anfield. I'm Guy Clark, this is Post Game, bringing you instant reaction right here on the Blood Red channel. We'll hear from the Echo's Liverpool reporter Ian Doyle as he delivers his verdict from Anfield. We've got Jurgen Klopp's press conference in full to come as well, plus the thoughts of you the fans. Well let's get into it then and straight to Anfield to see what Ian Doyle made of the opening night win. Well, the Premier League season is up and running and Liverpool have enjoyed a 4-1 victory here against newly promoted Norwich City. It's a decent performance. Jürgen Klopp uh, said that he was fairly pleased, certainly with the first hour. Liverpool by that stage were 4-0 up. In fact, they were 4-0 up at half-time. Uh, they got off to a great start. Divock Origi's cross put into his own goal by Grant Hanley. Uh, Roberto Firmino then set up a very good goal for Mohamed Salah. Salah then went turned creator sorry, uh, and put in a cross from a corner, which Virgil van Dijk bulleted into the goal. And then just before half-time, fourth goal was scored. Trent Alexander-Arnold's cross and Divock Origi got his goal uh, Norwich did get a goal back uh, about 25 minutes from time but they, while they did threaten a little bit in the first half Liverpool were not the best defensively Me personally I thought that the midfield certainly at that time were played through a little bit didn't offer great protection for the defence but Norwich you know, they, they won the championship last season by playing a certain brand of football a brand that Jurgen Klopp likes he, he paid credit to them after the game and, you know, they, they, they played well in patches but defensively they weren't particularly great but Liverpool had too much they were too strong now the big talking point though after the game is the injury for Alison Becker he pulled up just a few minutes before half time just taking a goal kick uh, went straight down onto the turf Liverpool's doctors were straight on the pitch uh, uh, there was a time where perhaps it looked as though he may have to be stretched off but Alisson hobbled his way off and around the pitch uh, he's got a calf injury he's already been ruled out ruled out sorry of the uh, UEFA Super Cup game against Chelsea in Istanbul on Wednesday and in his place was the player who came on for an instant debut that's Adrian who uh, I think it was about last Sunday he, he wasn't even a Liverpool player he signed obviously on Monday Simon Mignolet went off to Club Bruges uh, and Adrian was push, pushed into a, you know, an immediate uh, instant debut you know, he did well enough he had no chance with the Norwich goal uh, but you know it is a little bit of a worry. Allison will have scans presumably tomorrow on Saturday, I should say, uh, about the injury. And then Liverpool discovered the extent of it. Jurgen Klopp said doesn't look particularly good though. Uh, he couldn't determine whether it's a tear or not. That will come out with the, the scan results themselves. But it does look as though Allison certainly out of the game on Wednesday could be out for an extended period. And uh, Adrian will be presumably will be the, the, the person who will be st- standing in between the sticks. But overall, Liverpool a four-one victory. Couldn't have asked for much more in terms of the results. Uh, season's up and running. The Liverpool Echo's Liverpool reporter Ian Doyle with his verdict after the game. Liverpool seeing off Norwich City 4-1 on the opening night of the new Premier League season. Well, Liverpool making it just the 31 goals scored in the last eight Premier League matches against Norwich then. Plenty to be pleased about for Jurgen Klopp. He must be happy, surely. Good. A long part of the game, really good. So I think the first 60 minutes were pretty impressive. If you are surprised that Norwich um, uses little moments for being um, dangerous as well, I'm not. That's what how they are. But really, really good. And still, for 60 minutes, we did what we had to do. Could have scored more, especially after half time. Eh? So that would, yeah, maybe then. 
um, impressed the opponent a bit more, so they were not really fussed about the, the, the result. They stayed cheeky, they stayed lively, they did what they wanted to do, they played, they changed offensively. Um, I have to say, biggest respect for what um, Dani is doing there with um, the boys. Very interesting and exciting team what they have there. And um, yeah, that's how they, they scored the goal. Um, because we lost a little bit concentration and even more so I think a little bit as well that the, the, if you are under pressure you do you have no physical issues in a game like this but we were not really under pressure and then it's like you lose a little bit of momentum and then it, and then we had the problem that we lost balls in, in the wrong moments they had their pretty risky formation <laughs> and um, used that but we were not really in danger it was just that they were just um, good in a lot of moments so we had to defend a couple of times in last moment that's how, how you want it passion makes a difference in these moments that's what you have to show and I like a lot the work rate we put in the respect we showed them I like a lot um, there's actually nothing bad to say about the game apart from Ali's injury yeah, so that's of course not good for us um, but we have to see how serious it is and um, then we have to uh, deal with it. It's the calf, um, and that's it. So he couldn't carry on. That's not a good sign, and um, we have to see. Andy, I know uh, there's no scan yet or anything like that, but from what he said, um, Wednesday he will not play. I can, with all my experience, I can say that already. And I would. Sorry. I think that, yeah, maybe. How can I say that? <laughs> you cannot write this without having a scan. So it's not, it's, he's injured, for sure. So we have to see how, how much. Yeah, not um, Queef, not um, Queef is back in training, but not at 100%. Um, we have to see um, we, how we how we react now. Thank you. Um, Adrian also was carrying an injury, wasn't he, into the, into the game when he arrived? Was that no. no. He had an injury when he arrived. Uh, I thought you suggested that previously um, he was coming back from an injury. No, Queef Callagher. Queef Callagher. He had he broke his hand and this is back in training, but it's not at one hundred percent. So and. Um, one of the very young ones is not even allowed to play, but he's only 16, and the other one is uh, had an elbow injury um, early in the preseason. So um, yeah, a bit short on that position. You thought talk about not strengthening the forward positions. Do you think people overlook the impact that the Divock had towards the end of last season and can go on to have this season? I have no idea what people overlook or not. I cannot. I have no space. Mm -hmm. Well, thinking about that, um, we made the decisions we made for the reasons we had, <laughs> and um, yeah, I think Diff did exceptionally well tonight. Um, he got yeah two, three decisions and not too not too good. Lost the ball here and there, but until then it was brilliant, really brilliant. Was a proper threat all the time, so that's all good. We are early in the season, so there are things, that, uh, some mistakes happen. They will not happen during the season. That's how it is, but. Um, it's all good. If somebody would have told me before the game you win 4-1, I would have 
taken easily. If somebody would have told me that we will play the first 60 minutes like we played tonight, I would have said, okay, I take it. So it was all good, and then yeah, we played against an opponent who will cause a lot of teams' problems. With the way they play, that's just, that's, I have to say, that's really good. I, I, I said, Daniel, before the game, I liked the, the analysis, but really, I had really fun, because they are cheeky like hell, and, and do what they do, no matter what happens around, that's, that's really good. Um, because I had a couple of, of the other players, my players, I'm pretty proud of what they are doing now. So um, they caused us problems in some moments, but I'm not surprised about that. That's completely normal. Um, we could have cleared everything early in the game. We didn't do. That's how it is. And now let's carry on. Any final ones, guys? He's a very he's a very confident guy, and uh, he came in. He, I don't think he he wanted to sit only on the bench for the next uh, couple of years. He was uh, he made himself ready. So yes, it's a situation. But if you are in a situation like this, you want to have somebody who played the league, who is experienced. He's 32. He's um, a calm guy. Emotional as well, good with his feet, how we saw, that's really important for us. So, um, a lot of good things, but you still don't want to have a situation where, where one goalie is fit. <laughs> that's how it is, but um, yeah, we have to see. Uh, Some fun yeah, one. I might have missed the answer to this earlier in the pre-season. Why did you not bring the European Cup out at the start? Sorry, what? Why did you not bring the European Cup out at the start? Nobody told me I have to. Is that is that what you do usually? Some some clubs might. I I touched the European Cup on the match day there, day after, and since then not no reason for. I know how it feels. So and the people know how it looks. If somebody would have expected that, then somebody should have told me. I I don't know, and I pretty much I'm pretty sure I wouldn't have done it, because we are now in the new season. Yeah, so um, enough celebration, enough. Nobody has to congratulate me anymore. It's still everybody's doing it, but um, I'm really fine with um, all the things I heard about it. Now let's play the new season. Jurgen Klopp there facing the media after the game. The Blood Red Podcast from the Liverpool Echo. We're now to your reaction. Coming up at Owen and Simon Donnelly, but first let's get to Matt Whitty. Overall, I thought it was a comfortable performance. I thought there were times when Norwich did cause us problems defensively, um, particularly with three walls between full-backs and centre-backs. And quite a few of those came down Trent Alexander-Arnold's side in the, in the first half, although the goal they eventually scored did come down the, down the other side with a, a three-ball finding Puki who poked it home past Adrian. But overall, I thought we looked very dangerous when we were going forward. I thought Firmino was absolutely excellent. His link-up play, his quick feet, it was just it was one of the sharpest performances that we've seen for him from a, for a long time, really. And he was just everywhere with his with his pressing, his work rate, and uh, yeah, he was just it was just great to see him back to his back to his best after he was injured towards the end of the last season and uh, wasn't quite uh, wasn't quite match fit really for the Champions League final. I thought Salah was excellent as well and uh, looked really dangerous and it's really encouraging to see how sharp they're looking so early in the season. I thought Origi did pretty well on the on the left. You could see that the quality of his link-up play is is obviously not on a par with with Mane um, and there was a pass that went astray early on. But he he is he is always a handful for fullbacks, uh, particularly with his with his with his running and he did link up well with uh, with Andy Robbo 
and I thought it was a beautiful pass from Robbo to set him down the wing. It was just a perfect weight to it that got us on our way really for uh, for the uh, uh, Rigi cross. Obviously, the big worry is around Allison and how he uh, how how serious his his injury is. Um, he went down after a, after a goal kick, clutching his calf or or his ankle. Um, I guess the the. The slightly encouraging sign is that he was able to walk off aided rather than requiring a, a stretcher. But um, fingers crossed, that's not too that's not too bad. Um, Adrian came on and did uh, did pretty well. And you did have to have a think for a feel for uh, for Mignolet, who only played two games last year. Signs for Bruges a week ago, and then 35 minutes into the first game of the season, Allison gets injured. Um, so yeah, penny for penny for Mignolet's thoughts. Um, and I thought that uh, Mane looked really lively when he came on as well, um, which was great to see as well, given that he's barely had a rest for, I don't know, 18 months or something, long, long time. But yeah, he looked really sharp as well when, when he came on. So yeah, overall, top of the league, happy days, good atmosphere. Um, yeah, good to have a, a night game to kick off the season. And yeah, onwards and upwards. Hi, this is Owen from Cop On Podcast. Oh Lord, I hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Alison Becker, of course. Him limping off was the debbiest of downers on an opening day that otherwise had all the fun and tinsel of Christmas Day. Three points, we were back, back in the Premier League, a 4-1 win at home. And a lot to celebrate, if you believe as I do, that this team is destined for immortality. On a Christmas bent, both teams were staggering around at times, weren't they? Like incoherently drunken uncles, nonchalantly chucking the ball away like an underappreciated tangerine. Grant Hanley was feeling festive, generously gifting us our first goal of the season with that slice of a bang average divot cross into the Far corner, cue the cheers, cue the Divock chant. Liverpool are back, Divock is back. You know it feels good. Mo Salah then expertly caressed the ball into the far corner with that double shot tap, wham wham, whopper, before whirling in a great corner plumb onto Virgil's noggin. 3 0. Ooh. Looking good, but it wasn't long after that that Alison Becker, the mighty Alison Ramesses Becker, crumpled to the turf, his big, powerful face distorted into a sad-making grimace. Gosh, we all hope he's okay. Trent then did his best to lighten the mood by curling a rip snorter onto Devok's unmarked head. Well done, Divock, another goal. But 4-0 at half-time was a scoreline very flattering. So flattering it could have been a love letter. We were actually more controlled in that second half, but yes, there were lots of things to improve on from our point of view. Nonetheless, three points, I'll take it every season. I'll take a three-point win. 4-1, we could be top of the table at the end of the weekend but we are certainly top of the table for now this is owen from cop on podcast thank gosh thank gosh we're back this is simon donnelly lfc jury member for the liverpool echo 
and the beast is back and not a moment too soon. There may not have been too many new arrivals at Anfield in the off-season, but I'd like to take this opportunity to welcome Baby Anthony to the world, the newest red on the block. Uh, and so to tonight's game, the fixture computer was maybe just a little bit kind to us for our first game at home to newly promoted Norwich. But as always, you've still got to beat what's in front of you and do the business, and we certainly did. Um, four goals in the first half, pretty much put the game to bed and left the Norwich City fans sort of realising what the Premier League is all about. Um we maybe took the foot off the pedal a little bit in the second half and they got their consolation goal but make no mistake this was a comprehensive win and bodes well for the season ahead it makes me a lot more relieved to be honest because I'm a great believer in the old saying in the Premier League if you stand still you tend to go backwards and we've stood still a little bit in the squad um, and it's been getting on my nerves a little bit listening to the line coming out of Anfield that it's not all about Liverpool and City this season because the teams who were just behind us have um, bought well and improved. That makes me think that we needed to buy more to maybe improve if we're letting them catch up with us. That's got to be maybe a little bit negligent on our behalf. Um, but the game against City at Wembley last Sunday and tonight's game has made me feel a little bit easy about this and easier about this and make me realise that perhaps... We should, as always, trust in Jürgen. And I can, it's very early days, but I think it is going to be between us and City. And we've just got to keep going because we basically can't afford to drop any points. But tonight's game, great start. Relief all round. Put them to the sword, really, despite taking the foot off the pedal in the second half. Roll on Chelsea in Istanbul. Get that done and out the way and then roll on Southampton away next weekend. Come on, you Reds. Simon, Owen and Matt Whitty giving us their thoughts here on Post Game. We're to the socials and in the Blood Red Facebook group, there's been plenty of reaction. Nick LFC says, great start to the season. Mo looks like when he first signed. Boss the first half, top of the league. We are the champions, champions of Europe. Mark Sang's also been active on the group. He says, bit disappointed with the scoreline as we need to get a better goal difference. Of course, he's being sarcastic. And Eric says, Mignolet must be checking his new contract with Bruges and to see whether it has a cooling off period. Well, look, thanks to those commenting in the Facebook group. It is, as always, really appreciated. Well, let's hear from some more happy Reds now then, shall we? Alex, what's thoughts are to come? But first, it's Matt Addison. Liverpool needed a good start to the season, and certainly that first half delivered exactly that. Of course, the second half wasn't quite so convincing, but by that point, the job had already been done. Out of the first half goals, I thought the best was that assist from Trent Alexander-Arnold, headed home by Divock Origi just before half-time. That was a beautiful ball into the box, though. Trent makes that all himself. And at first, I thought perhaps he'd mishit it, but on second viewing, his technique is absolutely spot on. I thought Jordan Henderson was absolutely great as well throughout the whole game, first half in particular, like the rest of the team. But even in that second half, he still did some good things. Had he been a summer signing, imagine how excited we'd be about him. I thought he was the man of the match by a distance. Fabinho as well, just behind him in that midfield. I thought he looked as though he had the benefit of a full pre-season. Straight into the side, exactly what Jurgen Klopp has asked him to do. 
breaking up the play and setting the tempo exactly what Liverpool needed. I think both Henderson and Fabinho are two of the first names on the team sheet now, and not everybody would have been convinced about that 12 months ago. I thought everyone looked sharp tonight, Firmino especially, Mo Salah as well, even Sadio Mane when he came on, I wasn't quite sure how he'd be, but he seems to have got back to fitness straight away. I thought Divock Origi did fine in his absence, but there's obviously a clear upgrade, as everyone knows when Sadio Mane is on the pitch. I thought today would have been the ideal game to put Naby Keita in. Gino Wijnaldum obviously started ahead of him, and Keita didn't actually get on the pitch at all. I just think against you know a newly promoted side at Anfield, a game that realistically Liverpool should be winning comfortably, and did win comfortably, those are the exact type of games that Naby Keita should be all over. You'd think that his pressing and his forward thinking against a team like Norwich, especially today when they took so many risks, you'd imagine that Cato would have been perfect, but for whatever reason, Jürgen decided not to go with him. At the back, Norwich early on caused Liverpool a few problems. Um, more targeting Trent than, than Joe Gomez, but I thought I'd mention Joe Gomez as well. Obviously picked ahead of Joel Matip. Um, I thought he did absolutely fine. I think there's so little between Gomez and Matip at the moment that whichever one was selected was going to perform well, and, and Gomez did that. But it's really, really harsh on Matip, obviously, as well as he did last season for him to be thrown straight out onto the substitutes bench again. I'm sure he's not too pleased about that, but he'll be thinking he can get himself back into the side as soon as possible. I thought Norwich were nice to watch today, but long term they need to be a bit more pragmatic. They took far too many risks. I think they'll be exciting this season, but if they play like that every week, I can certainly see them going down. I thought Todd Cantwell for them, he looked really nice. But again, you know, too many risks, not, not enough goals in the side to counterbalance the suspect defence. The only two things for Liverpool, I mentioned the second half, wasn't quite as good as the first. The other one, of course, was that injury to Alisson. Simon Mignolet must be sat in Belgium watching this match, wondering what on earth he has done wrong. Adrian, he's come in, straight away he's got a chance, and I thought Adrian did well, to be fair. Mignolet was waiting for a year for a, a, sort of a sustained period in the side, and it looks like Adrian's going to get that now Alisson's got a calf injury. Certainly on Wednesday, Jurgen Klopp's already confirmed that he'll be out. And I thought, to be honest, Adrian looked a better fit for this Liverpool team than Mignolet ever did. He was much better with the ball at his feet, and that's certainly something that we can benefit from, even if it's only for a few games. Of course, we all hope that Alisson makes a swift recovery. Not massively worried by the second half. Not massively worried by Adrian having to come on either. So, two minor worries from today. One Premier League game down, 37 to go. Hello, Alex Watt from Did It Cross The Line podcast and Liverpool, top of the league again. Easy this, isn't it? Um, But yeah, lovely to have the Premier League back and after I battled through the wind and the rain to get home in time for kickoff, this was a lovely evening watching the Reds, to be honest. 4-1 and a tremendous performance overall. Um... The first goal of the 2019-20 Premier League season was an own goal. Love to see that. But yeah, just just a fantastic performance. I mean, within probably about 20 minutes, I was actually starting to feel a little bit bad for Norwich because it just looked like it was going to be a cricket score in the first half, even without Sadio Mane for the majority of the match. 
the front three just look rampant and Origi looked great. I mean, he's going to be really important this season, I think, and feature even more than he did last season. He looked fantastic down that left-hand side, got loads of joy, obviously got the fourth goal as well. Um, Salah's goal was taken beautifully. Um, Him and Firmino were linking up so nicely, picking up really where they left off after the Community Shield. They both look so sharp, which is great to see. Um... And yeah, this is not to say Norwich were bad either. You know, they had their moments and I think fair play to them for sticking to this philosophy of attacking football they have. But I'm not sure this was the game for them to play like this. You know, I think letting Liverpool counter on you like that is just madness. But they do play really nice football. They just leave those gaps in the midfield and defence and I think if they can be a bit more compact at times and tighten up at the back they could do well at this, do well this season and I hope they do because going forward they did cause us problems and they looked really good but yeah once Van Dijk got the third for Liverpool we were almost in party mode really until obviously Alisson went off injured after that slip which did put a slight dampener on the evening um Hopefully it isn't too bad. He he was able to walk off the pitch, so fingers crossed it was just a calf strain or something like that, um, which it did look like. Um, Adrian probably wasn't expecting his debut to come this soon into his Liverpool career, but I'm really glad that Klopp brought him in now because he's just a great backup goalkeeper to have, although... Simon Mignolet must be fuming right now watching that in Bruges. Um, But yeah, Adrian came in, did a good job, didn't have a lot to do, but what he did do, he did well. Um, Gary Neville's face at half-time probably made me forget about the Allison injury, to be honest. He is dreading this season, I think, with Liverpool and Man City looking at this level again. Um, So that was funny, that did cheer me up. in terms of the second half, you know, it was a shame we couldn't get another goal or two um, and obviously annoying to concede that goal that Norwich scored and not keep the clean sheet. But with that, we're really nitpicking, to be honest, on those points because overall, that's basically the perfect opening day performance from Liverpool. Exactly what you want to see. Looked great going forward. Just It did very much look like it. we were picking up where we left off last season and... Yeah, if we can keep that going, then definitely we're going to make another challenge at the title and hopefully we can take that into the Super Cup game now and batter Chelsea too on Wednesday. Um, You know, 4-1 in that game will do nicely, to be honest. So there you go. That's something to look forward to. Um, Great start to the season and yeah, hopefully another fantastic season to look forward to on that evidence. Cheers up the Reds. Thanks to Alex and Matt here for their thoughts on post-game. Well, let's hope the diagnosis on Alisson is better than perhaps his first feared. We'll join the Blood Red podcast here on Monday for a full debrief, while the agenda will get you through on Sunday. I've been Guy Clark, this has been Post-Game, and my thanks goes to you, the listener. But for now, it's goodbye. You've been listening to the Blood Red podcast from the Liverpool Echo.